In a book I was reading recently, I came across the following little story. During the second month of nursing school, a professor gave the students a quiz. One of them was a conscientious student who would breeze through the questions till she read the last one. What is the first name of the woman who cleans the school? Surely this was a joke. Everyone knew that the cleaning woman was tall, dark-haired, and in her fifties, but they did not know her name. The student handed in her paper, leaving the last question blank. Just before the class ended, one student asked if the question would count toward the grade, the last question. Absolutely, said the professor. In your careers, you will meet many people. All are significant. They deserve your attention and care, even if all you do is smile and say hello. A conscientious student later commented, I've never forgotten that lesson. I also learned her name was Dorothy. Respect, courtesy, hospitality. The professor in that story understood and believed in all of those things. So, of course, to Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior, who spoke to us in today's Gospel about the importance of showing hospitality and respect toward prophets, the righteous, and all those who call themselves his disciples. He says that those who do so will be rewarded for their efforts, if not in this life, then most certainly in the next life, in eternity. But Jesus, as we all know, didn't limit charity to believers only. In the mind of our Lord and Savior, every human person is to be loved, every human person is to be respected. Whatever you do to the least of my brothers and sisters, you do to me, says the Lord. Even in the Old Testament, we see the importance of respect and courtesy and hospitality. We see it in today's first reading from 2 Kings 4, the story of Elisha the prophet and the childless Shunammite woman, who showed Elisha hospitality by welcoming him into her home whenever he happened to be traveling in the area. God rewarded her for her efforts by blessing her with a son, the son she longed for. The promise Elisha made at the end of this story was indeed fulfilled. You read about that a little later on in the second book of Kings. Which brings us finally to our modern world. In our current situation here in the United States of America. You know, if you look up the words respect, courtesy, and hospitality in a modern dictionary of the English language, you'll find them there. And they'll be properly defined. At least in most dictionaries, they'll be properly defined. The problem is that very few people seem to believe in these things nowadays. The sad reality is a growing number of men and women in this country, for them, respect, courtesy, and hospitality have become words on a piece of paper and nothing more. Isn't this precisely what we've been seeing on our city streets in recent weeks? A policeman needlessly stomping on another human being's throat. How disgusting is that? People rioting in the streets and attacking anybody who disagrees with them. People destroying property and the businesses of law-abiding citizens. People looting many of those businesses, some of which incidentally are owned by African Americans, the very men and women these looters claim to support. All of this, my brothers and sisters, is not only disrespect and a lack of courtesy and hospitality, 
It's pure insanity. The scary thing is, this insanity is fast becoming mainstream. The kind of disrespect and craziness we've been seeing around us these days is becoming ever more present in our schools, in athletic events, social gatherings, workplaces, and even families. Which means we need to deal with it pronto before it destroys us as a nation. And you might say, Father Ray, but what can I do? I'm just one person. I'm just little old me. Actually, each of us can do a lot. No, it's true. As individuals, we can't change our entire society in one fell swoop. I wish we could. But each of us can do our personal part to make that happen. For example, here are some simple everyday activities that we can engage in on a regular basis. Actions that help to promote respect and courtesy and hospitality toward other people. These are some I came up with in preparation for this homily. This is not an exhaustive list. You can add other things to this yourself. Suggestion number one, to show courtesy, hospitality, and respect. Suggestion number one, stop your car when people are trying to cross the street in a designated crosswalk. That's courtesy. Plus, it's the law. I serve at St. Pius here in Westerly. I have to cross the street to get from the rectory to the church. Sometimes I take my life in my own hands. It ain't easy to get across that street sometimes. There's a crosswalk there. You'd never know it sometimes. Number two, allow someone to go ahead of you in traffic every once in a while or in the church parking lot. Suggestion number three, refuse to use ethnic or racial slurs ever, ever. Suggestion number four, say please and thank you. Suggestion number five, write thank you notes to people who give you special gifts. Sometimes forget that. Suggestion number six, pay more attention to the people you're with and less attention to your cell phone. Number seven, turn your cell phone off in church, even if the organist doesn't ask you to do so before Mass, like it happens in my parish. Number eight, don't text when you drive. Number nine, try to be on time for things, including Mass. Number 10, speak about people in authority respectfully, even if you don't like the things they say and do. And young people, that includes your parents. Just thought I'd add that. Number 11, when you disagree with someone, stick to the issues and avoid arguments directed against the person himself or herself. We saw more of that on TV. Number 12, when you see somebody new at church, Say hello. Welcome them. Number 13, when you're in a social setting where you notice someone being left out of the conversation, try to find a way to include the person in it. Number 14, support the right to life of every human person, every human person, from natural conception to natural death. Number 15, oppose euthanasia and physician-assisted suicide. Number 16, support immigration, that is to say, legal immigration. 
Number 17, how important is this these days? Choose to be colorblind when it comes to race. In other words, treat everybody, everybody with dignity and respect, the dignity and respect they deserve. You know, physically speaking, as we all know, colorblindness is a condition. It's a medical condition. Some of us may unfortunately have it. But in the area of personal morality, my brothers and sisters, colorblindness is not a condition, it's a choice. We choose to be colorblind, or we choose not to be colorblind. That's the good choice. That's the right choice. So we need to make it every day. Finally, number 18, make every effort to live your life by the golden rule which of course was given to us by Jesus himself, do unto others as you would have them do unto you. Those are all very simple but very important things that we can do in our lives right now, today, to counter the disrespect, discourtesy, and lack of hospitality that are literally infecting our American culture at the present time. It's even worse than the coronavirus. May the Lord grant us the grace today and the determination to put suggestions like these into practice in our lives and help our nation get rid of the infection.